Attention SLPs and OTs with existing private practices. Are you ready to level up your private practice and your life and make this your breakthrough year? If so, join us for Make More in 2024, a free training offered on Thursday, March 21st at 8 p.m. Eastern to discover how to shift from clinician to CEO. During the training, we'll talk about the importance of maximizing your income, adding revenue streams, setting up systems, and more so that you can ultimately work smarter and build a successful, sustainable, and sellable business. To sign up, just visit growyourprivatepractice.com backslash training. Don't miss the chance to learn how to effectively navigate the growth phase of the private practice journey. See you on the training. Are you feeling overwhelmed by the growth of your private practice and are wondering if it's time to hire or you know it's time to hire, but you don't know who or how to hire? When you first start your private practice, it is completely normal to wear all of the hats. But as your private caseload and demand for your services start to grow, you will reach maximum capacity. There are only so many hours in the day to see clients. And if you're prioritizing seeing clients, which you should, you'll probably start dropping the ball on things like billing. Some people start their private practices never intending to hire, but then the word of mouth starts and your caseload fills. And before you know it, you have more referrals than you can handle, and it's time to start thinking about hiring. Whether you're in the hiring stage now, will be soon, or know that it's a ways off but want to file this information away for later, this is a must-listen episode, so stay tuned. I'm Jenna Castro-Casbon, speech-language pathologist, business coach, and creator of the Start Your Private Practice system, and I'm on a mission to turn stuck SLPs into successful private practitioners. If you're tired of dealing with high productivity requirements, high caseload sizes, and low pay, it's time to take control of your professional, personal, and financial life and finally get the freedom, flexibility, and financial abundance that you deserve by working with private clients in your own practice. Join me here each week as I share tips, best practices, and inspirational interviews on the Private Practice Success Stories podcast. If you're a private practitioner or one in the making, you're in the right place, so let's get started. It's interesting. A lot of folks who got their private practices started during the pandemic have experienced massive growth and are now feeling completely overwhelmed. Their caseloads grew, their wait list grew, and their to-do list grew with things like billing, documentation, scheduling, and more. And we saw this pattern time and time again with students in the Start Your Private Practice program. They went through the program, got their ducks in a row, announced their private practice, and before they knew it, referrals were coming in. They made back their investment quickly, and their practices were up and running and growing. So then folks got to the point where they had to decide whether to stay in their jobs and keep seeing clients on the side or go all in on their private practices. What's interesting is that before COVID, most of the folks in the START program just wanted to have a part-time private practice and keep their regular jobs. But there has been a major shift and people are using the program to start up and get to a place where they can comfortably leave their jobs knowing that they have a full wait list and steady referrals when they decide to go all in on themselves and their private practices. Once you're in private practice full-time, 
you can see all of the people on your wait list and the referrals that keep coming. But what happens next? Well, your caseload will fill too. And not only will you be juggling clients, but you're also wearing all of the hats in your business. You're in charge of the billing and the scheduling and the insurance and the marketing. And at some point, you're going to be back to a waitlist situation and will start to think about hiring. Hiring a terrific team is something that we help folks in the Grow Your Private Practice program do. In addition to helping with advanced marketing strategies, setting up systems, and stepping into the CEO role. What you're about to hear was originally recorded as a video training specifically for growth-focused SLPs and OTs in private practice. Since this was a video training, at the end, you will hear me mention filling out a form below if you want to know if we can help you with hiring and other growth-focused issues. To access that form, please visit growyourprivatepractice.com backslash hiring. Even if you think you're a ways off from hiring, I want you to listen to this entire episode because you're going to want to file this information away for later when you need it. And actually, you may need this information quicker than you realize. Enjoy the training. Question. Are you a busy and overwhelmed private practitioner who desperately wants to hire so that you can grow your private practice with a team versus you doing everything? If so, you're going to want to watch this entire 12-minute video so that you can learn how to strategically grow your private practice without running yourself into the ground. Hi, my name is Jenna Castor-Casbon. I'm a speech-language pathologist and private practice consultant who has helped over 10,000 SLPs and OTs start, grow, and scale successful private practices. I'm also the creator of the Grow Your Private Practice program, where we help growth-focused private practices create a referral engine, accelerate their income, hire a team, and become CEOs. Like Samantha Asher, who after going through the Start Your Private Practice program and the Grow Your Private Practice program, has a private practice that allows her to work three days a week, make six figures a year, and take her daughter to toddler ballet on Fridays. My goal here today is to share with you how to grow your private practice without feeling overwhelmed. So if that's okay, I'm going to keep going. People come to me for help when they're here. They have a wait list, they have growing demand for their services, and yet they are terrified and completely paralyzed with fear in terms of what to do next. And they're scared of making a mistake as they grow their private practice to the next level. The global pandemic has resulted in a unique situation. Now, let me just start by saying that the pandemic has been an absolute tragedy. It has disrupted all of our lives, and many people have lost loved ones. Clinically, there are more children and adults than ever who need services, and many private practices are booming due to increased demand. The reason why people need services is either because they've been going without them, they've been stuck on wait lists, or they've been putting it off to wait and see, and now several years have gone by and they're finally attempting to get services but there are not enough providers. If you started your private practice during the pandemic, chances are it got going fast and grew quickly because of the huge demand for clinical services. But the problem is, is that some private practices grew too fast, leaving many private practitioners feeling completely overwhelmed. So while interest and demand in your clinical services is a great thing, Having back-to-back clients doesn't leave enough time to run your business or dedicate mental energy 
toward business growth. Unless you change how you're operating your business, you will stay overwhelmed, which is not something I want for you, for your family, or for the clients who desperately need your services. I'm glad you're here because in this short training, we're gonna talk about how to grow your private practice by hiring so that you can finally have the dream private practice that you set out to build. So you can be like Olivia, who recently posted this haiku about what her private practice looks like now. Making more money, only working when I want, more fun, less stress, win. I love that for her and I want that for you too. It is completely possible to enjoy your life, make more money, and stay sane as a private practitioner with a growing private practice. If you're feeling spread too thin and like you're dropping the ball, it's because you're in the messy middle. The messy middle is, well, messy. There are big decisions to make that you may not feel fully equipped to make. There is inconsistent income. There are busy days and sleepless nights. We wanna help you get out of the messy middle as quickly and efficiently as possible. We've discovered a much easier and more efficient way to help SLPs and OTs grow their private practices. Now, there are three key components that you need in place to grow your private practice at this stage. But today, we're gonna zero in and talk about hiring and growing your team. When you first start your private practice, you wear all of the hats, and this is completely normal. It's normal to do the treating and the billing and the marketing and the insurance and the website and the taxes and everything else. Wearing all of the hats is necessary at the beginning, but eventually doing everything becomes super overwhelming and also stifles your business growth. At some point, you're gonna max out what you can do on your own. So in order to continue to grow your private practice and stay sane, you need to hire. A lot of people ask me, Jenna, when should I hire? And the answer I give is when it costs too much not to. If you are missing out on income because you're dropping the ball and not getting paid, for example, not sending invoices or not following up with insurance, or if you're missing out on revenue because you have a wait list and you're turning away clients who would gladly pay for your services, it's time to hire. I don't think of hiring as an expense, but as an investment. When you hire, you're investing in generating more revenue or investing in saving time. Now, hiring is a big step. Don't do it until you're ready, but don't wait until you're drowning or missing out on money either. Hiring a terrific team will help your business thrive. When you do this right, you'll be able to work on your business versus in your business. You'll have people to delegate to, and you'll be able to create a positive working environment. Now there are two different types of hires that you will be making. The question is, which type will you hire first? First category are non-clinical hires. Non-clinical hires usually serve in an assistant role and they can either be in-person or virtual. Examples of assistants are administrative assistants, billers, and social media managers. The goal of hiring non-clinical staff is to help save you time and keep your private practice running smoothly by offloading things like billing, calls to insurance companies, scheduling, answering phones, posting on social media, and more. For assistants who help with billing, their primary job is to make sure that you are holding on to the money that you and your clinical staff are generating. So while this person isn't completing a billable service, 
They will help you keep the money that you're earning, which will therefore help you increase your profitability. The second category is clinical hires. Clinical hires are other clinicians, such as SLPs, OTs, PTs, and assistants, and other disciplines. The goal of hiring clinicians is to help your private practice see more clients and generate billable revenue for your practice. Here is an example of an organizational chart that has both clinical and non-clinical administrative support. You are the CEO and owner at the top, and in this example, you have two clinical hires to see your clients, an employee and a contractor, and you also have administrative support who helps you with billing and scheduling. Now, you don't have to hire all these people at once. This is something that you will work up to and that we can support you in figuring out these roles and also how to make your own org chart based on your current needs of your practice and your future needs as you continue to grow. But chances are your current organizational chart looks pretty close to this, with you, the CEO and owner, also being in charge of the treating and the billing and the scheduling and the administrative tasks and the marketing and everything else. It is completely normal for things to be like this for a while, but this structure will not help you grow and isn't sustainable. Here are some examples of first hires from people in the Grow Your Private Practice program. Employees, administrative assistants, SLPAs, and billers. Here are some questions to ask yourself before hiring. First of all, are you gonna hire a 1099 contractor or a W-2 employee? To be honest, this has to do with what you want them to be doing and specific rules from the IRS that we can help you understand. Once you decide who you're gonna hire, you're gonna wanna write a job description and an ad. Then you need to think about where you're going to post the job so that you get the maximum amount of eyes and qualified candidates who can apply for your open position. Once you have a few people who've applied for the job, it's time to start thinking about the interview process and what questions you will ask. You'll also need to think about your finances and how much you're able to pay people. If you're hiring employees, you want to think about what benefits you'll offer. And after you select your top candidate and are ready to hire, it's time to fill out your employment contracts. After they sign the contract, whether they're an employee or a contractor, it's time to move on to the onboarding process so that you can get them set up and ready to work in your practice. As part of the onboarding process, you want to make sure that you're having them sign your policies and procedures. And then you want to think about retention strategies so that you can keep the people that you've hired happy and working for your practice for a long time. Getting support throughout the hiring process is invaluable. For example, this grower who went from a team of one, just her, to a team of four. Over the period of just a few months, she hired an administrative assistant and two SLPs to support her growing practice. If the idea of hiring freaks you out a little bit or a lot, you are completely normal. No one knows how to do these things before you do them. Just like how you learned how to be an SLP or an OT, you can learn how to grow a team. It takes practice, but it also takes support from those who have done it. Every business owner gets to a point where they recognize that in order to grow, they need to hire. So if you're watching this video, it means that you're feeling overwhelmed and are ready to hire now or very soon. If you want our help to learn how to hire your first or next clinical or non-clinical team member, but don't have time to figure out how to find, train, and retain a terrific team, just fill out the quick form under this video. It is completely possible to work less and make more as a private practitioner, 
especially once you have a team in place. Now, in my experience as a private practice consultant, successful private practices don't build themselves. Samantha didn't just fall into having a six-figure private practice only working three days a week. She created it strategically and with our help. We have a program called the Grow Your Private Practice Program, where we help SLP and OT practices double and triple their caseloads, set up systems to increase efficiency, hire clinical and non-clinical team members, accelerate their income and profit, set up KPIs and track numbers, learn how to earn more and work less, and finally step into the CEO role in their practice. Now, we only work with people and practices that we know we can help. You do have to be conducting three to 50 sessions per week and have a private practice that you want to grow. This program is not for total beginners. It's for folks who are eager to go all in on their private practices and create a practice that supports their life. So if this sounds good to you and you want to learn more about how we can support you, your next steps are to complete the quick form below and then have a quick chat with a member of my team. Let's hop on a quick call so that we can help you identify your greatest areas of opportunity and how we can help you move forward. The quick chat is designed to be helpful. I don't want you to feel scared or intimidated by the form or by booking a call. Believe me, it's a lot scarier to build your private practice without help than it is to hop on a quick call and see if we can help you reach your goals. Due to the nature of this program, we only have limited openings. But if you're seeing this right now, we still have spots available. So what I want you to do right now is to fill out the quick form below this video so that we know where you're stuck and what your goals are. Then we'll hop on a quick call, either on Zoom or by phone or even direct message, and we'll help you identify your greatest opportunities and let you know if we can support you in the Grow Your Private Practice program. If we can't, we'll tell you that too. Either way, we look forward to learning more about you, your private practice, and your goals. So just fill out the quick form below and we'll be in touch soon. I hope that listening to that training was helpful, especially if you're feeling overwhelmed and like you're dropping the ball on things like billing, following up with referrals, and or if you've maxed out your caseload, have a waiting list, and you're turning away people who would otherwise love to be seen by you in your private practice. Hiring isn't easy. It's a process that takes time and consideration. And it's something that is very intimidating the first few times that you do it. That's where we come in. The Grow Your Private Practice is our higher level program for growth-focused private practitioners. We literally help our members through the hiring process. We help with everything from identifying who your first hire should be, to understanding the differences between independent contractors and employees, to giving you sample job descriptions, interview questions, employment contracts, onboarding documents, policies and procedures, and more. Let us take the overwhelm of hiring off your plate and make it as easy as possible for you so that you can grow your private practice in a way that will allow you to increase your income and impact without sacrificing yourself or your family. To learn more about the Grow Your Private Practice program and how we can help you go from overwhelmed by your growth to being in control of it, please visit growyourprivatepractice.com backslash hiring. As always, thank you for listening and know that I'll be back next week with more tips, tricks, and success stories from my most successful students. Till then.
Well, this episode might be over, but we don't have to say goodbye. Head on over to independentclinician.com for resources that will help you at each stage of your private practice journey. If you're on Instagram, let's connect. Follow me and send me a DM. I'm at independent clinician. And if you're on Facebook, make sure that you join the SLP and OT Private Practice Beginners Facebook group. All right, off to help more regular SLPs and OTs become successful private practitioners. Let me know if I can help you too.